Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good afternoon, my fellow officers uh, and members of the press. Uh, please take your seats. Uh, they've already been physically distanced to simplify. Uh, please find a free one that does not have green X, a green X taped on it with painter's tape. Um, I'd, of course, like to apologize once again for having you all in during the holidays. Um, however, uh, with the year we've had, I hope some good news will be a small gift on its own. I really expect that to get a laugh. Uh, <laughs> Um, no, my she, name is. She, she can't sit. She can't sit there. Sorry, sorry. Wait, oh, sorry. My video feed is. My video feed's kind of like. Did you? You took off your mask. Okay. I'll. I'll do the same. They. They said I shouldn't, but I, I'm just. I'm gonna take off my mask. They. They. They tell me that I'm not allowed to take it off, but, I mean, gotta have a cigarette every now and then, right? Anybody conferencing in is now allowed to take their mask off now that we've all been, uh, seated. Um, my name is uh, Chief Peter O'Donohue of the Yule Title Crime Unit. Um, we decided to create a separate department within the Lore Boys Lore Precinct, uh, the Internet's number one fake history police precinct. <laughs> um, I'll be finishing the conference, like we established earlier, without my mask, uh, while my colleagues Agent Miller um, and Ethan Palmer are currently conferenced in via Discord from the Canberra AFP in Australia. Uh, and the Wagner Institute for the judicial, Judicially Insane, respectively. That's right. Officer Ethan Vengeance Palmer here for you. Well, you know, I kind of don't go by vengeance anymore, so you probably shouldn't introduce me like that uh, there, Cup Cup. But uh, I do go by Friendly now. Ethan Friendly Palmer. That's kind of the name that I've earned on the, on the inside here. Uh, post-incarceration, we will also not be referring to him as Officer Oh right, because of the the undercover thing that you had me, yeah, had me working on here in the in the institute. I got you. Yeah, okay. So we probably shouldn't. You're right. We probably shouldn't say that during the conference that I'm an that officer is- of the law still and probably forever. It's kind of like marriage, right? Where once you once you say I do, uh, you always have that that good old gun at your side. No, I think whenever you lose, like if you stop becoming a cop, you have to give up half your gun to the <laughs> to the to the sheriff or whatever. Just the. Yeah, they they didn't want the they wanted the slide they wanted the mag. I said, you know what? Take these tic tacs and uh, fuck off. Uh, yeah, that's you know, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm kind of the joker around here. I'm very friendly. I joke with all the staff and the inmates alike. Uh, I'm very well liked in here. Uh, regardless of uh, how we refer to uh, Mr. Palmer at this time, he's totally not. He's totally not a cop. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, their work. Um, on this case has been invaluable, uh, not just due to Agent Miller's work uh, with our international partners, uh, but also Mr. Palmer's contributions to the study of immunity to accountability. Do you know that <laughs> Interpol is just international police? That, I just found that out. I've been working here for a year. Uh, 
wow, boobies, that's uh, that's a real boob move of you. Do not even know what the, the the letters of the organization you work for stand for, huh? I'm sure that your new boss is very disappointed, uh, and I regret my reference, if I'm to be completely honest. <laughs> uh, for the recording, please, sirs, um, formally introduce yourselves and your uh, badge numbers. Uh, already did, but uh, this is a badge number 42069. Still have the badge. They uh, couldn't take it away from me because I had stashed it in a body cavity. Uh, and uh, yeah, Officer uh, Friendly, Ethan Friendly Palmer. Very friendly, Officer Friendly, your neighbor, neighborhood local friendly police officer, Ethan Palmer. I'm Officer James Miller. Uh, my badge number is 8008135. And uh, I'm here in Interpol for the last year. Very good. Thank you, gentlemen. Um, once again, in regards to our uh, colleague, Officer Mikulski, um to oh, show... How's he doing? So- oh, Mikulski! Off on the streets. Uh, doing well, I'm sure. Uh, not at present. Uh, to show solidarity with the many movements around the world in 2020, currently asking for police to be held accountable for their actions, uh, he has this time been placed on unpaid leave for the foreseeable future. Whoa, to shake whoa, things whoa, up. whoa. You say um, he's... He said he's not getting paid. Cops should always get paid. I don't, I don't care not, what they do. He know? is not currently being paid. Um, all we will disclose at this time is that his police cruiser had shown signs of sidewalk driving um, when it was discovered at the end of what activists are calling a trail of destruction. So that's currently under investigation. I mean, I'm, not- I'm, in, I'm in jail for uh, gross embe- embezzlement, gross abuse of power. Uh, a couple counts of murder, and I mean, I, I'm still getting paid. I get my pension when I get out of here, so I, I don't. I'm, this doesn't surprise me, Chief uh, Mikulski. A good man, a good man. Those protesters, they might have had it coming. Did you? Did we look I'm into ju- that? Did we look into whether or not they had it coming? I'm just saying, um, you were arrested prior to anyone paying attention. <laughs> uh, I flew in under the radar huh? Okay well it still doesn't sit okay with me But as long as my pension's fine And I'm still making my 2 million dollars when I, when I hit 65 uh, what, is it, what is it these days 55, 50? I guess it depends on the state huh? Eh, we're good yeah. You know what fuck Mikulski We'll all be taken care of uh, <laughs> And I wouldn't worry too much about um, Mikulski I'm sure he will be back on paid leave uh, As soon as possible Oh yeah! As soon as as soon as the media stops, uh, as soon as the tw- the Twitters, the the what what do we call them? The snowflakes? Uh, that's what we call them, right, Chief? That's what we call them. The <laughs> snowflakes. Once the snowflakes melt, uh, he'll be back on the yeah, streets. Not yeah, yeah, they melt because they're snowflakes. Uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. Um, we can now update the press on previous cases that we talked about uh, the past two holiday seasons. Um, Zvartapit, um has apologized for his centuries of blackface and got a Disney Plus deal out of it. Everyone's getting um, canceled. Everyone's getting canceled these days. Let me tell you, o- old Black Peter can't 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 show up blackface anymore. Who can? Who can wear blackface anymore? That's what I ask you, the listeners, huh? What are the rules? Yeah, what are the rules? <laughs> um, he has given us some information to pre- prevent his arrest as well. So we did come to a plea bargain with Fort Pete, uh, which I will deal in detail in this conference. Um, Steck Jart Store. Uh, or Sheepcoat Claude, who we actually apprehended last year live during the conference, um, assisted in the capture of Stufor, or Stubby, and Gattabiffer, or Doorway Sniffer, in the past seven months. Um, <laughs> the nature of Claude's bargain will not be made public at this time. Um, I forgot about that guy, the door, 
the <laughs> I gotta be honest. I'm glad we finally nailed him. He broke into my house and he fucking sniffed my doorknobs. Was it okay? I'm glad we got him. I'm glad that you know me coming to this institution could play a part in uh, apprehending such a dangerous criminal that would sniff my doorknobs. It's it is absolutely correct. That is the purpose of uh, what is the purpose of the system, really. There's no greater crime than an, uh, an offense, social or otherwise, against an um, officer of the law. I think that's that's goes without saying, right? There, there's no nothing worse than that. I, uh, chief of police, would agree with this. So. <laughs> I can't believe that sidewalk did that to our poor colleague. Yeah, but Kolsky, I mean, he, I, that sidewalk probably moved on him. You know, probably swerved on him. Yeah. Uh, we will we will be reviewing the body cam footage uh, in regards to the sidewalk as soon as possible. Uh, reviewing it, then summarily destroying it. Do I have that right? Not officially, but. Oh, oh, right. Well, well, this is off the record, right? That's why I could say that I'm an officer, even though I'm working undercover in this uh, institution, right? Correct. Yes. You, undercover, not uh, Ethan Friendly Palmer, not Ethan Vengeance Palmer, can say whatever he pleases, because none of it counts. That, that's yeah. me. If Mikulski is Polish or in Poland, uh, I played Cyberpunk, and I know the cars don't handle well from their perspective, so it, it really might not be his fault. Well, like I said, we're investigating, but just to show solidarity, we are not currently paying him on the table. Right. <laughs> um, finally, we can move uh, to the purpose of this conference uh, with what we consider to be good news. Um, thanks to the work put in, once again, by Agent Miller with Interpol, uh, the Australian government, today, and the consultation of Mr. Palmer, Mr. Friendly Palmer. Officer. Uh, we put we have put together, Mr. Officer Friendly Palmer, <laughs> we have put together a report on what we currently think is the centralized operations hub of the Yule Tidal crime wave. Um, <clears throat> this being the Christmas Island compound oh. in the Indian Ocean. Okay. Now, is that is that similar to the Easter Island compound? <laughs> um, they got big heads, right? That's what I know the about e- these guys. Easter people. Easter peoples are not currently under investigation by this department, but it is has has been on our radar since the discovery of the Christmas Island compound. Uh, it seems obvious, honestly, and uh, the department is um, apologetic for its blind spots, I suppose, um, in the apprehension of these criminals. So all I'm saying is, uh, never which, trust a rabbit. Okay, you just you can't trust them, rabbit or bunny, uh, whatever whatever your preference. Don't trust them. Hares, on the other hand, I believe are fast enough. <laughs> that we can trust. Yes, if, if fluffy enough. They're quite fluffy hairs. Yes, exactly. A um, little bit of history on the Christmas Island compound. Uh, the compound was first sighted in 1615 by Richard Rowe. Um, it is 1,550 kilometers northwest of Australia. Uh, he has been exhumed to get a witness statement. Now, when you say first spotted, do you mean first spotted by white people or first spotted? Uh, the compound itself was totally uninhabited. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Got to clarify sometimes. Not, not not to worry. We do have we do have more information regarding um, the work being done within the compound. What we believe and what we have seen with people, holiday or otherwise. Um, so, what not was that guy's worry. name again? Rowe. Richard Rowe. Dick, Dick Rowe. Rowe. <laughs> That's where they got uh, Mr. Palmer all pent up there in the penitentiary. Dick, Dick Rowe, Dick yeah. Rowe. <laughs> yeah. Dick Rowe. Uh, at the end of it, uh, at an indeterminate amount of time, they're going to uh, put a bag over my head and take me to Dick. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's what they tell me anyway. That's what the guys in the shower keep telling me. You know, and I rib with them. We joke. We laugh. Well, I've heard quite the friendly reputation amongst the guys yeah. in the shower. You know, your tickle competitions. You always win. I well, I mean, both sides of of a tickle competition, you win. You know, if you lose, you kind of win. It's, it's not just- really. It is not the official opinion of this department that a tickle competition is a competition at all. It's really much more of an activity and sharing. Yeah, exactly. Do you remember that other case we had of the tickle competitions where this is like uh, happened? I think it started in Australia where they have like little boys and old you'd know. <laughs> this is a real thing if you Google it. It's like tickling competition. It, it, it went off the rails. It was I believe. Like the- I believe, and I have a lot of time uh, while I'm while I'm in the in the slammer uh, to listen on to Dick these, Rowe. to the on Dick Row. Uh, a lot of Dick Row is just waiting for the dick. Uh, I have a lot of time on Dick Row to uh, listen to these things. They're they're pretty cool. So in, in the slammer, you got this thing called internet. Uh, it's pretty fancy, and uh, on the internet, they got these things called podcasts. Okay, uh, and I, I think uh, this one called the Dollop. It's their first or second. I think their second episode. They go into detail about uh, a, a tickling. I showed it to the guys in the shower, and that's where we got the idea to tickle each other. <laughs> well, they've got internet over here at Interpol too. There's these things called emails. I don't know where they come from. Every time I turn on my computer, there's more that just showed up. Does the does the international in Interpol stand for internet? I I can't be sure. <laughs> I just you haven't thought, got there yet. That's a yeah. that's a restricted uh, need I to know. I would be basis. personally shocked if <laughs> the country of Australia was willing to comply so much with the internet police. Uh, God willing, it is <laughs> international. <laughs> um, and just for any of our um any of the members of the press listening remotely from either the UK or the United States. Uh, the distance of Christmas Island from Australia is also 950 miles or 16,720 football fields. No, chief, chief, oh. chief. I know, I know we'd said that I was supposed to, you know, break out uh, via a sewage tunnel and then swim to this Christmas Island. But I, I don't, I don't know if I could, I, I don't know if I could swim that far chief. Remember we that was the plan able- that we talked about, like the like the the Alcatraz, where we break out yeah. and then we we swim to safety or row to Take safety. A raft out of a raft out of rain jackets. You need a paper mache for for the body you're going to leave in the in the bed to, yeah, to trick exactly. guards. I I wouldn't worry. Most of this department's exfiltration missions have been based on Michael Bay movies, including The Rock. So uh, we'll get you. Did he I'm do The sure. Rock? Well, that's 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 I, that's I, interesting. They, I want to say yes. You know, they show us movies in here, but they uh, they never tell us the director. That's the that's always the catch. That's the punishment, really, is they show you these fantastic. We we saw Tenet before it came out in theaters. It was it was really cool, but nobody said it was a Chris Nolan movie. I was watching it the whole time. I said, "Who would be smart enough to make a movie like this?" Uh, I couldn't think of anybody. And then as soon as I found out it was Christopher Nolan, I was ah, of course it's Christopher Nolan. Guy's a genius. He really is the Elon Musk of Hollywood, isn't he? <laughs> uh, yeah, but but British, right? <laughs> don't look at me yes. like that, Chief. <laughs> say, say, say what you're gonna say, but don't just look at me like that. I'm un. It, 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 I, I cannot be put on the record as knowing where Christopher Nolan is from, or <laughs> what his voice even sounds like. Frankly, <laughs> um, the idea that the uh, compound already existed at this time, this being in 1615, stands to reason, uh, since we know that both Santa Claus and Grilla have been operating for centuries. Um. Zwarte Piet provided us with some information regarding another Dutch Peter, um, Peter Goose, 
whose 1666, almost nice cartography, uh, helped us locate the compound more recently. Um, it is the opinion of this department that the island was chosen due to how difficult it is to access. Um, exhumed witness statements suggest it was uninhabited by non-holiday peoples, even in the 17th century. So okay. uh, it seems to perhaps have been built for the purpose of holiday crime. Um, <laughs> Specifically they, Yuletide crime, because we have nothing on the Easter Bunny, is what you're telling me. At present, that, that, is, that is correct. I would, uh, that is an appropriate correction for the record, for, just for Yuletide crime. Uh, it seems that the Christmas Island compound was built for this reason. Um, the compound is built on the flat summit of a 14,000-foot undersea mountain, uh, so it is as self-indulgent indulgent, excuse me, as criminal compounds may be. Think of Pablo Escobar's hippos, something like that. Think of uh, Dick Rowe, huh? 14,000 feet. That's how long it is. <laughs> I think that's kind of cheating if you start measuring below uh, the ocean level. Yeah, why don't, you just, only why don't you just start measuring at the other end of the earth? You know? Yeah. yeah I, think I, we found, I think we did find a loophole here. <laughs> Jesus, that's a good point. <laughs> I mean, it's all just, I mean, it's just rock, right? It just goes rock. Yeah. When you're in the showers, where do you start measuring there? Is it, do, you, do you tip to tip to, to the base? I go, go I go. The other side? Under the scrotum, yes. I, I go. That's how we do it in the showers over here at Wag, the Wagner Institute on on Dick Rowe, you know. <laughs> and we would know. I mean, they, you know, it's called Dick Rowe. Um, but yeah, no, you're on Dick Rowe. It's it's That's hard because it do, it's a ticklish spot. So when you're getting your friend to hold the tape there for you, it's it is quite ticklish. And you know, they're pranksters. We're jokesters here. We love to rib each other. We love to have fun. We're very good friends. We're friendly here. And uh, you know, sometimes it gets a little it gets a little tickly. One of those measuring tapes that like self-retracts would be dangerous anyway. They have sharp metal edges. Oh, they don't let us have anything with sharp metal edges. No, yeah, of course not. <laughs> it's just like a piece of string that you pulled off your pillowcase with some little lines on it. Well, we actually have uh, we actually have a guy called Sammy who we call Six Inch Sammy, and then we just use him kind of as a a measuring stick, if you will, because he's precisely. <laughs> the interesting fact about Sammy is that he's precisely six inches. Oh, so yeah, that makes sense. You uh, just... But you want to know what's even more interesting? Uh, erect or not erect? He's always six inches. Whoa! Uh, yeah, it doesn't grow at all. It just gets harder. It's it's it... as I believe is the official term. <laughs> yeah, not a grower. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the process of trying to arrest Santa Claus, I, we have not been able to confirm the existence of showers. Honest, in all honesty, but we'll we're, we'll be working. We'll arrest them next because that's equally as unnatural. <laughs> <laughs> Often pronounced um, shower as well due to the presence of naturally occurring coconut palms on the compound uh our drone photography has been obscured uh but evidence of a sleigh tarmac is present so um all things have been leading we have a pretty good good feeling about this one uh the first excuse me that's promising i'm uh i'm a bit of an expert on this because i've been doing this for years still doing this as an officer uh here at the wagner institute and uh yeah yeah exactly undercover uh you shouldn't tell no. people that though chief um but oh, yeah sorry. i i am an officer and i i kind of know my things and a sleigh tarmac on a tropical island now that's unusual that's unusual that's what we were figuring uh seems that uh previous people had figured this as well uh, the first attempt at exploring the island was in 1857 by the crew of the amethyst uh they tried to reach the summit of the island but found the cliffs impassable 
uh, natural barriers like this are why we think that something not quite above board is also taking place within the compound. Um, it's a really easy place to pop up, as it were, um, whilst conducting uh, what we consider to be illegal activity of delivering presents. Right. Or kidnapping and beating children is the other problem that we had. But Yeah, and stiffened doorknobs, shit like that, right? Yeah, eating candles, also these, very illegal. These, Hide in the tropics. These are the most deranged uh, psychopaths one could imagine, truly. Truly, yes. Uh, it is, I mean, it is the purpose of this department uh, to apprehend and punish these people in the to the most brutal extent of the law, I think. Um, after it was first cited, it actually took over 270 years for any non-holiday to even find anchorage. Uh, the coastline is quite hostile. Um, in 1886, Captain John McClear and his vessel, the Flying Fish, managed to find a bay in which we now assume most non-slay-loaded cargo passes through. The island does now have a low population of non-holiday people. Oh, about two, okay. about two thousand. I mean, it would have been good to have a flying fish as your your vessel when you, whenever you were trying to get there. If it was so difficult to get to because of the cliffs and the reefs and everything, you just fly over them, right? So we did spend about nine months investigating this. It was just the name of the ship, much to our disappointment. Um, you te- wait, you're telling me there was they they named a fish that wasn't flying the flying fish. They named a ship the flying fish, and oh, it was not. From what we found of fish at all, it was a large wooden boat. Um, <laughs> People in the past had their priorities all kinds of fucked up, let me tell you. I, and the department itself has a little bit of egg on its face for investigating this so hard. Um, well, no, it warranted the investigation. I mean, it's yeah. hey, it's free. Like, who, pay, who pays our salary? Huh? Who pays for these investigations? I mean, the government. The tax, well, the government. The well, no, the government pays for them, and the government can just print money whenever they want. I mean, police don't cost anything, so why not have them? Why not have them in every city, in every home, on every corner, have as many police as possible, always watching, you know, watching you. On tropical islands. On tropical islands. We need, we need more cops. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to get at here. It's even more confusing because the local fish to the tropical island are called wooden boats. So <laughs> it's all upside down. <laughs> <laughs> further evidence is something un- untoward is going on in this island and they can fly it's, Means really, it's really the weird wildly expensive investigation we are currently undertaking is also going to be completely worth it <laughs> well sure uh vice is investigating possible gift laundering operations uh on the christmas island compound um we disclosed this to the public last week as operation trojan rocking horse um after the Frankly, completely undesirable gift that appears in every holiday film. Um, the soil within the compound is rich in phosphates uh, and is used to make fertilizers and possibly even improvised explosives. Uh, Timothy McVeigh being dead cannot be questioned. <laughs> well, he was he was known for it. He was known for love in his explosives. I'll give you that. I mean, his fertilizer bombs are notorious. Yes. Can't, can't deny the fact that Tim- Timothy McVeigh, the Oklahoma City bomber, did love explosives. Uh, most concerning within the compa- compound uh, is the abundance of land crabs. Um, this conference will now focus on the most suspicious crabs, uh, the red crabs and the robber or coconut crabs, uh, <laughs> for, for what I hope are obvious reasons. Um, and the land crab is actually an airplane. It's very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a fish plane. Yeah, really. But yeah, yeah. 
Um, for the moment, do members of the press or my two colleagues here have any questions in regards to the Christmas Island compound? Uh, we're talking crabs here. We don't, we're talking crabs, right? That's that's what we're, we're moving on to crabs. Yes. Okay. Okay. I hope I hope we get some information because they are they're a problem here at the prison. So you know, I hope we I hope we get some answers on that. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> well, hopefully, the information that we provide uh, in this uh, conference will help you embed further with the crabs um, on Dick Row. <laughs> I'm looking into it. Trust me, Chief. I am. I am getting up close and personal with them. Huh? Taking them um, on the th- chin, if you know what I mean. This may help, actually. Uh, the red crabs have a relationship with the cycles of the moon, uh, which Interpol, thank you, Mr. Miller, has led us to believe is pagan in nature, uh, thus linking them to Mr. Claus and the others implicated in the Yule Tidal crime wave. Uh, being bright red, they're also suspiciously festive in color. You're you're telling me the moon is into pegging? Pagan. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, sorry. I miss I miss her. I miss her. Sorry, yeah. sorry to disappoint. <laughs> and also now Mr. Claus doesn't refer to the crabs and their claws. It refers to the person, right? Booby. God. David Officer Booby. I'm sorry. You blew yeah. the lid off this thing. Okay, like cop cop. Let me walk you through this, okay? Cuz I really think Officer Booby's onto something here, okay? Claws. Now, okay, that's the name of Chris Kringle, right? Santa Claus. That's the guy we've been chasing all this time. Crab claws. Do you hear the similarities between those two words? Claws and claws? That's a good idea you had. I do. I do. Despite the fact this is a remote conference, I do believe I do. I am am understanding the link between these two things here. Hmm. Well, this is... I mean, it's even better that we found the compound, uh... Frankly, that I hadn't I hadn't made that connection when pulling up the report, and the information sent to me did not make that link either. But well, this is why it's a collaborative effort to because they're they're spelled different, right? So you see them spelled one way and then another way, and you don't you don't sound it out. But when somebody when a, a watchdog like Officer Boobies here, great cop by the way, I've always said great cop, really, really uh, thriving over at Interpol. Uh, I've always I've always said that he's the best cop among us, but. I actually just cannot tell the difference between U's and W's, so I honestly thought they were the same this whole time. <laughs> uh, and C's and K's, uh, which are hard to tell the difference of yeah. between as well. It is confusing, especially working with Interpol, because the Germans, the German agents say Klaus, which sounds nothing like Claus, and the Frenchmen say W, which is 2V, which obviously... Or not I mean, 2V, it could, huh? It, it, what happened to the other? What happened to a singular V? I don't recall yeah. any letter of such name <laughs> and there's to be or not to be i don't get it <laughs> yeah yeah it's it was a b double b i think it was i think it was Walter who said that <laughs> yeah double b or should i kill myself hamlet <laughs> hamlet hmm why you fuck up my mom uncle mm, hamlet <laughs> we got a lot of reading material we put in a couple of productions we haven't done hamlet yet but we did do othello uh here yeah. at wagner Zvartapit, I hear that was his last role, correct? Uh, yeah, well, he, he did play a small part, uh, the part of Othello. I played a tree, which I think was the bigger part. Uh, really, when you get when you get into the nitty-gritty of Shakespeare, there's so much that you can kind of peel back, you know, get these oh, yeah. layers going. Um, following that revelation, uh, we'll, be, we'll be reporting on the coconut crabs shortly, but just to finish the report on the red crabs... Um, the red crabs appear to operate in a matriarchal society, at least, uh, or at least have a grilla ace of spades equivalent. Um, they tend to lay, fa- they tend to lay fairly low all year uh, until the last few months, however, 
uh, likely when orders show up from whomever is in charge of the compound. Um, come end of October, early November, uh, coinciding with the lunar cycles as well as All Saints Day, uh, the female crabs begin to migrate across Christmas Island in a large gang, roughly 50 million individuals deep. Uh, no, 50 million. Is that a lot? Uh, it is larger than the amount of football fields you'll need to swim to get to your sea dew. Oh, okay. that, that is a lot then. I got a lot of swimming. Yeah, puts it into perspective for sure. Uh, it definitely yeah. does, yeah. yeah. That's, how a lot of- That's how I measure everything. I have one one-hundredth. One 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 hundredth or one one thousandth of a football field. Uh, I need to swim to get to my sea in my pants. That's yes. how I measure yeah. that. Correct. That's that other guy you call one one thousandth <laughs> gym or whatever. <laughs> one one thousandth of a football field. I got to swim to my sea friend. Fred. He's a good guy. Uh, he's a good guy. He's a little, he's a little strange. He, you know, he, he's a little uh, quirky, I guess you could say, but he's a nice guy. Nice guy. Now, uh, Ethan Friendly Palmer is not the only agent that we have embedded. Uh, we did have an agent embedded with the crabs. Uh, however, she was compromised this year and is currently in one of our protection programs. Uh, her vehicle's tires burst after accidentally running over some crabs, and uh, this caused an accident by the road. Um, this caused a vehicle to crash, and while in hospital, her cover was br- blown when doctors realized she was indeed not a crab. Oh, oh, wow. So it was crab doctors, what you're saying? It was a very Mulan moment uh, when she was made, basically. Okay. I've, been, uh, <laughs> I'm, I've been having sex with a girl this whole time, or I've, I'm... and then he gets all uh, mad, right? That's yeah, how... then he gets mad. That's Mulan. He's like, oh, I've been having sex with, sex with a girl this whole time, and he gets all pissed off. He throws her out of the army. Yeah, precisely. That's precisely. the movie. Uh, I guess I saw a different one. Is that? <laughs> uh, pretty sure it's, uh, it's uh, the Disney's Mulan with Eddie Murphy. That's the Dragon Mushu. Okay, is yeah. that the one? Is that where his work to Pete found his is is Disney Plus movie or? <laughs> yeah, they 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 may have been related. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the links to Disney and wildly inappropriate casting choices uh, has been a long term problem. The, and, the, yeah. the and crime in general. Let's just say. Also crime, yes. Yeah. We, no, no, Mickey Mouse is not part. even a real mouse. They could have got a, a mouse to do the acting job. Yeah, they could have got a real mouse to play that part, huh? Why they got a person. Exactly. Yeah. Why they gotta get some guy in mouse face, huh? That's just that's <laughs> disrespectful. <laughs> uh, possibly as to, as a way to hide the goings on, uh on the island, uh, the female crabs lay all their eggs in the Indian Ocean precisely at the turn of the last quarter moon. Uh, the ocean becomes so saturated with crab eggs that the shoreline turns black. Um, this would change the silhouette of Christmas Island. We're unclear what the intention of doing this is. However, it may affect radar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe it's. Uh, I mean, maybe it's just to make more crabs, right? If they use crabs as kind of servants and stuff, then gotta yeah. lay eggs. Occam's razor, right? <laughs> the dumbest the answer. The correct way is yeah. The most crab-related answer is the obvious. Answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, cl- crabs with their pincers—they really know how to cut to the chase, you know. Hey, yeah. <laughs> maybe there's some dogs involved. Crab backwards is bark. Oh, that's true. That is, that true. is true. There's no way to disprove that, Chief. Don't even try. I've tried in the past many times. Uh, I'm going to make sure that the 
I'll stenographer just... has written that down. It seems important. <laughs> yeah, not don't shorthand that. Don't shorthand that. We can't. Yeah, not this time. Yeah. Have you guys seen those uh, the stenographers' keyboards? Like how they work? They don't use a traditional. Yeah, they got one button, and it's they just they press it however many times they want, and then they it's a bunch of black stamps. It just redacts everything that we say. <laughs> The one that I saw, it has a bunch of buttons, but it's like less buttons than a normal keyboard. But rather than pressing them in succession, the buttons, you press them at the same time in different combinations. Like a guy playing his like MIDI keyboard trap remix. It's it's uh it's a it's a it's an art. We got a guy here at Wagner, stenographer Steve, we call him. He's uh he's shown us a couple times. Obviously he doesn't have a keyboard with him, but uh he does use uh our bodies when he in the tickling competitions. He presses us in various combinations of his fingers. It's 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 phenomenal. It's phenomenal. <laughs> Can you write the Othello script on my back again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah well yeah. Well we, we weren't able to do Hamlet so uh. <laughs> Uh, moving on now, uh, with the help of the Yule Title Crime Unit, uh, the FAA uh, managed to reopen a cold case. Uh, our investigations on Christmas Island have helped in the recovery of Amelia Earhart. Um, we found her. Uh, the other crabs on the <laughs> island that we have under observation are coconut crabs um, that I mentioned earlier. Okay, Chief, you really glossed over this, but we found her? <laughs> uh, we did uh we did it we the investigation yielded evidence as to what has happened to both her and her navigator which is part of the part of the press conference um coming up here okay we're gonna get back to it because i really feel like that's a high note that we should maybe if you're if you're planning a press conference you, at, that where you found amelia Earhart and you can confirm it they should probably end on Thank, it. thankfully this is not just a trivia night uh we will detail information <laughs> uh that is uh, relevant to this case there's still uh, our points, though, right? Yeah. Should I stop writing down these answers, or <laughs> no? You can continue making arrests for points. That is totally okay. Fair. okay. <laughs> yeah. Good. Get a cash in my points to arrest this black guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cop. That's what we do. You know. That's what we do. That's our job. That in Santa Claus. That in Santa Claus. Yeah. Um, the other well, crap. Of Pete kind of got us on that route, right? We wouldn't even have thought about the big white guy. Until... Hey, you got off on a technicality, okay? You know, if it, if I was the one making the arrest, boy, would have been locked up. Don't worry. I would have planted uh, something that would have stuck. I tell you, would I would have planted a naughty children in his sack that he was taking back to the North Pole? Ah, <laughs> oh, we got him. <laughs> Um, the coconut crabs are fairly notorious as they're the largest living land arthropods. Um, our department suggests that these animals are at the size limit of arthropods, which are current atmospheric oxygen. Um, it is the opinion of this department that given the evidence, uh, crabs cannot get bigger than this if they live on land. If they, they live problems. on land. Correct. Correct. What about if they um, live in space? Uh, at present, we have not made any space arrests. Um, however, put a pin in that. Uh, stenographer, once again, please do not put this in shorthand. I mean, yeah, um, I, I guess you're right. Clean up, clean up the mess at home before you go knocking on the neighbor's door, huh? Correct. Yeah. I if they were arrested the moon in the early seventies. Uh, anyways, wait, is the moon in space? How come nobody told me this? <laughs> it lies directly above our flat Earth. Yes, boy, yeah. into pegging and in space. It's got it all going on. <laughs> And it's pagan, which worries this department. Right, right, right. Because they don't like them. They're not Catholics. No, exactly. Um, coconut crabs appear to function as both muscle and cleanup crews for the compound. Um, 
They're scavengers, and we think they're used to dispose of naughty children on the island. Uh, Perhaps even those brought back by Krampus as sort of a pit stop. Um, They've been observed climbing into trees and crushing birds to death, uh, which is clearing the airspace. Um, While most holiday crime occurs in Europe, a checkpoint en route to deliver KFC to Japan is not hard to believe. Right. Can I just right. say? Can I just say, climbing up a tree and crushing a bird to death is uh, not that impressive. Done it many a time myself. It's impressive for a crab, and also suspicious. What with their relationship with controlling the airspace around the Christmas Island compound, uh, because once again, Amelia Earhart disappeared in July 1937, mm-hmm. possibly le- leading to the Christmas in July conspiracy. Um, I, I was just about to say uh, July 1937. I was just about to yeah. say that, and you, you took the words out of my mouth. I followed uh, that case very closely when it broke. And now that we've kind of got new leads on it, it's been very um, encouraging, basically, to continue our investigation into the coconut crabs. Uh, it is the opinion of this department, the FAA, and the National Geographic that her body was recovered and then disposed of by the coconut crabs along with her navigator, Fred Noonan. Crushed, um, crushed completely in a crab's claw, is what you're saying. Crushed to nothing. Correct. Because crabs and can then, do that. They don't tell you that in biology class, but crabs, a crab can crush something so completely that it no longer exists. And then eaten as well. They would very likely ate her clothes and goggles is what we assume uh, the crabs have done huh. when disposing of, uh, disposing of Amelia Earhart's body. Well, uh, I'm she was- goggle intolerant. I couldn't eat that. <laughs> yeah. is, it the, the team. is it the straps or is it the little plexiglass? paints uh it's straps at first and the plexiglass comes later passing passing plexiglass is never fun i will say yeah (laughs) um amelia was 39 at the time of her disappearance and may have been on a naughty list her entire life we do not have any documentation to support that at this time the records that the holiday people keep is scant at best sadly i always thought Um, she was a treasure yeah uh, the compound may have just not wanted to draw attention to itself when she was passing over um, after her Lockheed Model 10 Electra crashed into the ocean. Uh, the crabs would have grabbed her, dragged her back on the land with uh, Fred Noonan, and then, of course, crushed her into nothing as they are wont to do with their uh, with their claws. Um, these crabs, suspiciously, cannot swim and will drown if left in the water. Well, it doesn't sound like a crab at all to me chief i mean that's the evidence the the evidence here at this point should be overwhelming oh it's like a frog toad situation one can swim the other one stays on land oh so you say it's a coconut toad is what you're saying that may be true we'll have to we'll have to do another review of the documentation to make sure the terminology is correct do all crowds stay in the water uh, not the yeah. ones, not the ones of Wagner. I tell you that uh, they're fine. They're fine, dry. Tell you if the Christmas Island compound is any uh, indication, then no. However, the idea that they may be related in some way to toads is new information as well to the uh, to the to the to the press conference. Got it. Um, I'm glad we could be leaving no stone unturned at this press conference. You know, really, you could have pu- pulled us into a call before we had this press conference, and we probably could have nailed all these questions down, but I'm glad that we're doing it like this. It's important for journalism uh, that we <laughs> do it live. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, witch hunters that were employed by the department investigating other pagan rituals would often dunk the crabs while under interrogation. Um, if they survived... Into garlic butter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough, we do have a report on this from our witch hunters. Um, if the crabs survived the dunking, they would be burned at the stake. Obviously, they would be pagans. Uh, and if they drowned, they would. They are said to have had honorable Christian deaths. And the animals are said to be incredibly tasty. However, can become completely toxic depending on their diet. But the garlic butter is absolutely one of the more well-known tools of the Inquisition. Mm. Yeah. Yum. This, this crab must have ate some pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, sweet and salty. That's what we call it here at Wagner. Yeah. They, don't, uh, they don't give us uh, fresh pineapple, but we have a, an almost limitless supply of canned pineapple here. A dull canned pineapple. Mm-hmm. It's, almost, <laughs> it's almost just as good, honestly. Yeah. Instead of the meat on the inside, they just can the 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 skin from the outside, and that's what the prison gets. Uh, yeah, <laughs> canned pineapple husk and leaves. Uh, no, no, it's it's pretty nice because uh, you got to remember, I'm I'm a cop, so we I went to a prison where cops go, and they they treat us real good here. Oh, okay, we uh, get we get ribeye twice a week. It's uh, you know your own home where the door isn't locked. Yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, well, we get to go home on weekends. You know, right. I, I'm not living here. I'm not living here all the time. That'd be, I mean, that's a bit much, don't you think? I mean, you can't work seven days a week. That would be inhuman. No. Yeah, no, that's that's uh, that's for monsters and crabs, right? Of course, of course. and crabs. <laughs> um, in conclusion, um, the evidence that we have here regarding the crabs and the Christmas Island compound, inclusion, uh, the linking of the Christmas Island compound to the cycles of the moon towards the end of the Gregorian calendar and the crabs. Uh, of interest have truly helped us in our efforts to stop home invasions, uh, child abductions, and child beatings that tend to occur around this time. Uh, and that would be our update for the Yule Title Crime Unit uh, in regards to Christmas Island uh, in this instance and the crabs of interest. Um, At least we can all agree it's a threat. Now, would you say the crabs were uh, the red crabs? They were laying their eggs and creating this uh, different silhouette because... Uh, they had these pools of black that would that would spill out onto the coast, the coastline. Is that right? Am I remembering this right? The crab eggs are black before the red crabs hatch. Yes. I, I won't. I won't lie. You know the canteen here. Uh, it's kind of like an open bar. So I have. Uh, I have been drinking throughout this press conference. I hope that's okay, Chief. Uh, I just you know got to stay undercover. You're right, as an incarcerated policeman to be drunk all the time. <laughs> uh, so uh, is there a possibility that these crabs are creating the tarmac? That is, you know, they are laying down for the sleigh that goes in the north, that, 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 that houses Santa's sleigh? It's absolutely possible that um, we may have misinterpreted the old nursery rhymes and that um, it is not indeed reindeer that he is using whatsoever and could be 50 million crabs. Uh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> we've long struggled with the logistics of traveling this fast uh, and this efficiently around the planet to break into so many homes. Uh, the Pacific or the Indian Ocean pit stop in an opposing time zone seemed reasonable to us to at least pick up some to refuel. You know, you have one of those refueling jets dropping carrots out from behind it to feed the reindeer as they fly. Yeah. Well, one, <laughs> um, one reindeer is worth about 6,000 craps, right? So eight times 6,000. What's that in horsepower? Roughly. And football fields. 
Uh, a reindeer, I think, is 1.2 uh, football fields, but surprisingly, okay. three horsepower. Three horsepower in a reindeer, and if you had 6,000 crabs per reindeer, that would be the amount of energy stored within one red crab. Right, right. There, right. there you go, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is the evidence that we have thus far. Uh, obviously, uh, we are welcome to any theories uh, uh, in regards to the crabs and their island, uh, their function thereon, how they are somehow tied to the Yule Lads and Santa Claus. Um, uh, the name itself, uh, once again, gives it away. Uh, the the branding, I think, is bold and was asking to be looked at, but uh, it, it just goes to show that their hubris has uh, caught up to them finally, and I think we know what's going on. Uh, Mr. Palmer. Uh, no, sorry, sir. Uh, I'm... Uh... T- uh, Teleford from the uh, Wabberjocky Daily. Uh, I just had a, a couple questions oh, yeah, about your story. Um, now, you did say that this was uh, taxpayer-funded at one point. Um, uh, I think all of us here had been under the impression that this was a privately-funded expedition, similar to something that an Elon Musk-esque figure uh, would fund. Uh, what nationality uh, is funding? What what gov- go- world government is, is, is funding this? This kind of... Uh, I can step in since I'm from Interpol. Uh, it is Please. privately funded and it also is uh, paid from taxpayers because we privately took all the money from all of you taxpayers. So, uh, 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 okay, uh, but, but, but but which 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 nationality is is doing this? I would take it from everywhere, wherever we can get it. Thank you. Yep. I hope that answers your question. Um, anybody else want to want to want to want to chime in here on on press conference Zoom? Yeah, I want to I want to hear more about the shower situation at Wagner. I'm from uh, <laughs> I'm from Penthouse. <laughs> okay, okay, buddy. Okay, buddy. That's uh, that's enough out of you. Okay, I told yeah. you we could schedule all our own press conference after this. We don't need to. We don't need to bogart this one. I know it's a Zoom call, but he's wearing a bathrobe. <laughs> he's okay. not even trying. Well, it's uh, you guys might know him. It's uh, that's Tubin from the he was formerly of the New York Times. Now he's working at Penthouse. Uh, oh yes, it's yeah. true. Hello, Tubin. Uh, congratulations on your b- promotion. <laughs> Congratu- <laughs> congratulations! Yeah, congratulations for pulling your dick out during a Zoom call, yeah. uh, a meeting at the New York Times, and getting fired from there, and then getting promoted to Penthouse from there. Yes, and to get. The hot goss on the crab prison. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have been your uh, police chief. Uh, once again, I am Cop Cop, uh, Chief Peter O'Donohue of the Yule Title Crime Unit. Uh, you can find our precinct at Loreboys Podcast on Instagram or loreboys.com. Um, Mr. Palmer, if I'd like to blow your cover, how would I do that? Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm, uh, of course, Officer Ethan Friendly Palmer, very much a police officer, always have been, always will be, nothing that you could do to a cop would ever make them stop being a cop, of course, you can't punish them or reprimand them in any way, so why even bother trying, you should stop trying is what I'm saying. Uh, you can find me, uh, probably on the internet, the best place to do it is uh, on our, uh, uh, this crazy thing that the Wagner Institute has, it's called a Discord there's a Discord just for people who listen to uh, to these press conferences. Uh, and you can find the info at loreboys.com slash about or loreboys.com slash contact. I don't remember which it is anymore. Uh, a bit <laughs> in the It's all about for- dicks over there, huh? You got dicks row, dicks scored. It's all dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, all the way down. 
Well, it's a fun thing to do. Okay, so here's the thing. You don't got TV, right? What do you do with the time? You tie a cord around your dick. You call it dick's cord. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's how I'm dealing with these days. Uh, what about you, uh, Jamie? Uh, you can find me on the internet uh, at the same thing. Go to the about page. Get on that Discord. Uh, I can't say it properly now. Um, <laughs> uh, we got a bag of Sprite for you that Ethan uh, smuggled in in his anus. And uh, we'll give it to you if, as soon as you join. A bag of anus More Sprite. Importantly, um, despite the fact that we are both publicly funded, privately funded, and funded by the taxpayers, uh, this, pr- this police precinct also has a uh, Patreon. Patreon.com slash the lore boys, which if you would like to go over to you will actually you, it you will be helping in the uh apprehension of santa claus and the yule lads and any other holiday animals and the crabs holiday, and the crabs especially yeah um, so we're 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 flipping the script now we're crowdfunding the police we're saying hey screw you uh on no, the police what, what'd you what'd you call them chief snowbanks yeah go melt snowbanks huh yeah whatever oh. uh, we're crowdfunding them now the police you got we took your thing we made our thing uh uh of course of course uh i do have a separate fund going on uh my release fund i know i'm undercover i'm I paid to be here, and I'm still going to collect my pension when I'm out of here, despite all the murders and the uh, embezzling and the um, tampering with evidence, things like that. You know, non-events, really. Uh, the embezzling but- what put you there is because you started stealing money from the police themselves, and we just can't abide by that. Well, yeah, but but you know, I mean, you got to do the what worst you- crime of all. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Uh, so, but I've been I've been raising funds for my own legal defense. Of course, uh, we call it Low Boys Prime. And if you uh, if you're willing to send to me, uh, collect please. I don't want to pay for your phone call. I, I you know, uh, send them collect in the mail. Uh, send your monies to us, and I will give you uh, the smuggled anus sprite that the aforementioned uh, Agent Miller did discuss earlier. So just hop on over to our Discord, and I can send it to you there because I handy way. Of delivering Must have been them. uncomfortable. I, I've sometimes burped when drinking Sprite, and you get the bubbles in your nose. Yeah, you I get, can only imagine how it felt. You get the you. bubbles in your dick hole if you fart exactly. It. It's the bubbles in your the, the urethra. Oh. If if your genitals was a face, the dick would be the nose. That's what we say over here at Wagner. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> over there on nose row. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, and uh, I think that would constitute constitute. A, a uh, Lord Boys Police Lord Force. Crime Unit. Out. <laughs> See ya. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.